Are you a storyteller? Anchor is the place for you. Whatever sort of show you're hosting, from talk show hosts to audio drama producers like Red Hawk Radio Theater, Anchor is completely free. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast for you, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. There's a belief about our world, a sort of folk belief. This planet must be some other world's hell. It's hard to say if it's the fire inside of the men and women on Endymion, or if it's the struggle to survive the scorched landscape, but the world fits that myth. Now I don't know what you'd say Virgil Stockwell had done to deserve a living hell. He wasn't a bad man, but he never had much to show for the things he'd done. Former lay preacher, raised up in a community that fell apart, turned farmer with very little success with crops. The Stockwells toiled away in a quiet little shack far from society. That is, it was quiet all until a man in a gleaming white suit rode up in a buggy, stocked with elixirs, potions, and fraud. The motorized wagon had been through a few years of traveling and swindling, usually taking Sylvester Unkins to and fro to make money enough to keep his shoes spotless and fresh to cover the holes in his socks. Put him in the clouds, sir. Whoa, whoa. Uh, Hello there, young lady. Uh, No need for the plasma rifle. Nor your sun flare pistol. So you can go on ahead and drop it there and kick it to me, stranger. That's not necessary now. Uh, Can't we... Chris, now put that gun away. But, Dad, he was trespassing. Well, forgive him his trespasses and get on back inside now. (sighs) Well, uh, proper howdy, mister. Thanks for calling off your armed guards. (laughs) Uh, my, the suns sure are shining today. Sky's almost so violet you can't see Hestia. Well, you'd have to forgive my daughter. She's not used to any sort of company. This is big sky country. Some days when the temps are right, she likes to sleep out under the stars. She's a nuisance to the porcupines with that plasma rifle. What's your name, stranger? Sylvester P. Uncton. Uncton and Company at your service. You have a company? Well, not apparently. I'm a one-man sort of business here to aid in a diverse range of capacities. Oh, and I guess you think I'm buying. 
Well, I've heard a great many folks out here in the valley have been lamenting the fact that crops aren't growing at all. No rain, no nutrients. And you can fix that? I'm a hydrosophist. A rainmaker? Well, that'd be the vernacular term, yes. Because the moons are in triangle, it's the right time for such a venture. You see, I learned this during my visit to Bevanada, an interesting little planet where the natives have a lot of tricks up their many sleeves. I don't think you're going to get any business around here. Now, I know what you're thinking, but I assure you, Mr. Uh... Stockwell. Virgil Stockwell. Listen, Virgil, I can help you. I am an educated man, and I have been across the stars, learning, finding my way. Bumming your way, I'd imagine. Well, you are a shrewd one, sir. But the point is that I've studied with the best of them. I've also become wise to the ways of the world, and I'm not here to dupe you. I have a lot of respect for the people of this valley. It's a dream, you know? A dream I'd take a part in if I could. To settle in a nice valley just like this. Nobody to bother you for miles around. I know what you know. It's easier to love your neighbor from a distance. Mr. Uncton, my problems are my own. I'm a private person, and I'm quite sure you're going to leave here with just as much money as you came in with. Not practicing any of your alien voodoo on my crops. Sir, that's not... Oh, well. You know what? I'll make you a deal. How about I give you one complimentary dose of my original Dr. Uncton's Crop Cure and Root Invigorating Solution? I can leave you with my call code, and when you find yourself completely satisfied, I'll be waiting for your next order. We don't have a caller. Oh, I see. A primitivist. No, not that. Ah. Uh, uh yes, I, I see. Uh, Virgil, could I, could I trouble you to come inside and get a drink? It has been such a long ride, and my water supply is growing rather low. I'd be quite grateful for such a philanthropic gesture. Yes, come on in. This is Mr. Uncton, Tara. Mr. Uncton, how do you do? I'm well, and I would say I'm better for the sight of such a fair lady, but then... I think such a delight deserves more than such dry and worn platitudes. Well, that's quite kind. A man of the world like yourself must learn a lot of ways to feed people statements that are just enough truth, just enough bunk, that they come back for more. You all do know how to make a remote hideaway a home now, don't you? A couple beds, a few doilies, quilt I'm sure the missus made. Well, there are ways to pass the time out here. A happy home. How did you two love lizards meet? Years ago now, I was a ranch hand working with the animals. The snout beasts were my favorite. Ah, the macrochinias. Those are some gangly, homely choices in fauna. They're useful as far as fossils go. <laughs> yeah, they get you around, which is why they cloned them. Looks like a bizarre cross between an elephant seal and an okapi. Ah, look at this. You've got a lovely pocket watch. Now, we'd rather you not. Well, then, all right. No harm meant by it. So, as you were saying about how you first met, do you have other children aside from your charming and uh, intimidating young daughter? Oh, well... Uh... No, Pris is our only child. Dad! Priscilla! Well, children can be such a fulfilling part of life. Or so I hear. Either way, a statistically expensive part of life. But yes, Tara was the best thing that's ever happened to me. 
I'd move heaven and earth for her. Young love. I've been there a few dozen times. <laughs> anyway, I must be going. I've got tonics to sell. Sneaking a bottle of some particular oil or another onto the table, Uncton departed. It didn't particularly matter which one. They'd all have some sort of effect. But there was no way to tell, given the lack of lab trials. Uncton climbed into his buggy and rode away. Now, why would you have a man like that not home? It's all right. He's fairly harmless. Unpleasant, to say the least. But harmless. Do you think he suspected anything? <laughs> the way you talk. As if we'd have been better off to let Priscilla disintegrate him. No, dear. It's just that one man shows up, finds us isolated. There isn't a family as tech-free as us in the whole valley. That didn't concern me most. He said something about the crops dying in this territory, about the problems growing. I think our worst fears are finally being realized, Tara. It's falling apart, isn't it, Endymion? I think it is. I didn't want it to be true. I, I thought it was all just bad luck. It's okay. Come here. I wanted this, all this, for, for our children, for our son, but, but now... I know you did, Virgil, but our daughter could have done just as good of a job. She could have. But I know you wanted to give them this life, a life at last. First the mines took our boy from us. Then the thing that caused them to collapse is taking the legacy I was building for them. The world's coming apart at the seams. What are we gonna do, Virgil? We'll get Pris and we'll take off. Somewhere. Something different. We've always talked about Sunspring like we were dreaming about Atlantis or Shangri-La. Like it was just a dream. But now, let's do it. Let's go there. Are you serious, Virgil? All the way to the planet Selene? The rolling prairies, the colors. I do mean it, dear. We're gonna go there. Fine. What? What is it? On the table. It's missing. The pocket watch is missing. That beady-eyed... Virgil! Grab me my gun, Tara. The buggy was still in sight, and returning at rapid speed. Virgil aimed for the wheel, but then realized there were bigger hunters overhead. As Tara rushed from the house, the buggy exploded before their eyes. <laughs> The slimy Mr. Uncton had leapt clear of the blast and now ran for the little home of the Stockwells. Ghost Riders, run for your lives! Pris, Tara, get back inside. In the bunker, now! Ghost Riders, out here? Everyone, in the bunker, now! As the small fighter vessels regrouped, Uncton raced to the door of the Stockwells. Virgil turned to face him, beginning to close the door in his face. What makes you think I should let you in here? Because you're a good man. You're a decent man who doesn't leave people to die. Despite the fact that he may be the reason a bunch of ghost riders were drawn to your property. Please, Mr. Stockwell, I'm at your mercy. I will do whatever you want. Get you whatever you need. Such as? A ship ride off this planet. What's that? A ship ride. A whole caravan of ships will be landing in Starshire Rim in a matter of weeks. I can secure you a place on one of those ships so you can leave this crumbling rock. I'm getting a hole now. Blast would continue falling, searing Stockwell's already dry and empty fields. Deep craters bellowed putrid black smoke. What in the world did you do to those ghost riders? <laughs> I may or may not have sold them a massage oil. And not an original product of mine, of course. I'm not really liable, but how can you reason with a mob? 
and this massage oil for the kingpin, or queenpin, rather, who lives a life of luxury. You would not believe it. Anyway, it, it was intended for an unbelievable relaxation. Uncton! It may or may not have paralyzed her. I mean, the fine print was all there. Vinette could have read it herself. I mean, of course, now she can't because she's bedridden and can't use her arms. Yet somehow she controls a criminal empire. I don't know how some people make the time. But then again, I could have furnished her with another favorite of mine, Dr. Uncton's Cure-All Wonder Drug. Perchance could I interest you all in a vial of this panacea? Uncton, you are unbelievable. I prefer incredible, but most would say untrustworthy. But still, that's rather bold coming from someone who lives out here with no devices other than weapons and has an industrial-grade bunker beneath his shanty. Impressive. What is the family Stockwell trying to hide? Now's not the time you want to get on friendly with me, Uncton. Very well. I guess if we're waiting it out, I'll be over here napping. The little home of the Stockwells wasn't much to lose. They'd kept most of what they had in the bunker itself, and they often lived out of it. The bunker camouflaged with the crater the Ghost Riders left of the building. It would be a matter of waiting it out. When the Ghost Riders were satisfied they had pulverized the target, they deserted the waste-laden farm. The Stockwells and Uncton would come to the surface and survey the smoky landscape. Mr. Uncton, you've sealed our fate in having to leave this planet. Now you're going to fulfill your end of the deal and help us get off this world. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yes, of course. Virgil... I wouldn't think of flaking out. Marion's the closest town. Best head off, then. Get water and food from the bunker, everyone. Ah, uh, yes, about that. Um, what will we be riding? We won't be. We'll be walking. Well, you know, I suppose I could stand to lose a few pounds. Make it less satisfying for birds when they eat me. My stars, man! What's that for? It's time for you to return what you've taken from me. Uh, Mr. Stockwell, I, I can assure you. Don't start babbling again. Just give me what you've taken. You should be glad you picked the right man to rob. Not the sort of man who's going to serve you up to the buzzards and worms and skunk apes. This planet's people should have taught you a lesson by now. Now you know I'm very good about these things. Very good at surviving. Right now, you're a survivor just because I'm not a killer. Are you not? Or is it just because your little girl is right here? It's not helping, no. But it's not as though I can send her inside while the men talk. Very well. Your pocket watch. A very nice one. Good. Now what? The mountains are ahead of us. This lifeless valley can finally be behind us. Now? Now we walk. They traverse the Calliope mountain range painstakingly. Their foreheads are washed with sweat, and Priscilla worryingly quiet. What's the matter, Pris? I don't know. Just... things are different now. I know, baby. I'm sorry. But when we're going, we'll be so much better. Things will be green, and there are going to be flowers... And bugs? Oh, yeah. All kind of bugs. Big bugs. Some of them pretty unfriendly. They'll give you a good reason to use your rifle. Ooh! <laughs> You're going to love Sunspring. The name is pretty, too. Yeah, darling, when it is. Come here, honey. Want to hold my hand and give your dad a break? He's looking kind of tuckered out. Thanks. That's a relief. Are things going to be okay? Yeah, Mia Cara. It'll be the life we've always wanted. Yeah. Yeah, it will. 
I just don't know why we have to go through all these things. I don't know. The best I can offer you. Have patience. Take a cue from Job. Brace yourself like a man. I will question you, and you will answer me. There'll be some sense to it on the other end. I'll have to do better realizing that. I think the tests are still ahead of us. And we're going to face it. Faith has left us no other choice but courage. What the devil? Dear me. Who's up there? Somebody is on that cliff face up above. Mercy me, a berserk mountain drifter. Well, that is a sight for tired eyes. Another living thing. Other soul-bearing folk just like me. Now that's a truly handsome family. We don't have any travel with you, sir. You best just stand back. Nor I you, mister. I'm just a little people starved, if you know what I mean. You want to eat us? <laughs> that's a funny little girl you've got there. Such a darling creature. You're in dire straits if you're bringing something so delicate up here in the mountains. I'm not delicate. <laughs> Don't fear, Priscilla. He can't eat you, not with four teeth. However, sir, if you would like, I believe I have a catalog on me. Perhaps I could interest you in some dentures? Unkton! All right, brother. We'll be moving along now. We'd appreciate it if you do the same. Well, my good man, I've got to tell you that if you think you've got trouble, I've got a sadder tale to tell you. We don't have time to listen. You can join us, if you mind yourself. That's a trusting of strangers. Well, I don't blame you for wanting to leave this place. These poisoned mountains, I tell you, they're full of stuff that'll eat at your mind. The water ain't clean. And a poor, lonesome traveler like I was had to get hooked on it. These mountains ain't more than dirt thrown up when this planet was made livable. But it was left with terrible chemicals. But I tell you, one day I'ma just go and spread my wings and fly. Yes, spread my wings and fly. Come with us then. No, I'm afraid that's not an option for me. I can't leave my mountain not to be claimed by anybody else. I'll take your water and supplies, however. Please, please don't make me do this. There's nothing you're gonna be able to do. Gah! Let go of me! I've got your sissy fella's life in my hands. This man dies if you don't hand it over. Virgil, come on, you know what you gotta do. If you like your wheezy little friend, I don't want to do this in front of... One. But I'm not going to let her starve. Two. Fine. There's a case of food. She'll last you a few weeks. Good. I'm not letting this one go just yet. Fine. Just let my wife and daughter go. All right, then. So long, Percy. Now, before I release your weasel, I want to check my prize. That is good. Well, turns out I don't need this one anymore. I don't think so. Ah! Oh. Oh. You, he, you, 
He disintegrated all over me! You just blasted that deranged mountain hobo to smithereens all over my new suit. <sighs> Tara, Pris, come on out. You, sir, are quite good at a gunfight. I never picked a fight. Yet still, you ever thought of a traveling gun trick show? Oh! That shoulder is singed from the disintegration. As far as you're concerned, Umpton, I never used a gun in my life. You understand me? Are you okay, Daddy? Of course, Pris. Nothing's gonna hurt your daddy. <laughs> Are you okay, Virgil? I don't know. I'm just a little numb. On the other side of Mount Calliope, they would behold Marion. It was an unglorified town, but it had what they needed. Whoa! <laughs> the town's much more hustle and bustle than what you're used to, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, let's get to looking for a place to stay. In my experience, Baldwin's has nice cozy rooms and a bar. Good. You know him, you pay him. Right now, sir. You owe us much more than a night's rest at some hotel and saloon. You see yourself lucky I'm not collecting on the whole debt. Enjoying yourself? If you're implying I'm drunk, I'll have you know I'm an epicure. Hence the refined style of drunkenness. What's the name on the tab? Scheisser. Sylvester Scheisser. Oh, brother. Can I get a drop of the root? Sure thing, mate. Nice. Well, he's out. How about you, stranger? What's your name? Costa. You look like you've seen a hard ride. More like a hard walk. That is hard. Not one to complain about it. Well, I hope you're one to drink about it. Nothing too heavy. Any recommendations? I haven't drunk much of anything in years. Well, we've got a range of things. I've got an eyedropper of Yuska root oil, but there's an extra charge for the lift up to your room afterwards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's not the sort of thing I'm after. I didn't think so. You don't strike me as a typical barfly. Wow. That's a gas lamp. That thing must be an antique. That it is. All the way from the homeworld. It's quite a collector's item. Wouldn't you just do as well with an electric light? Yes, but that's not really why it's there. In another life, I believe I used a lantern. Probably of a different sort, carried around looking for an honest man. Are you an honest man, Mr. Stockwell? I hope so. I try. Do you succeed? Does anyone? Tell me, what brings you into town after being away for such a long, long while? We're leaving Endymion. There's nothing much left for us here. Where are you headed? We're hoping for Sunspring on Selene. Been wanting to see if the waters are as crystalline as they say. It is a shame you're leaving. I was raised on a farm. I do love the farming life. The simplicity, the hard work, makes you better. That it does. But I'm not terribly certain it was the life for me. Once more, something I tried to do came to naught. Well, life is that way at times. Have to assume it's part of some sort of cycle, a purpose, a leavening. How so? We all do things that need to be made up for. 
don't we? You seem keen on getting me to admit to something. I just like to get to know the people who occupy my stools. Their crimes and all? Their integrity? I might have other reasons to bring it to light. A federal marshal's badge. I knew who you were as soon as you walked into the door, Stockwell. Call it intuition. Call it facial recognition software. You don't know a thing about me. None of you would. I run this place because it gives me an anonymous window into another world. I'm not a criminal. No. No, you're not. You just did a good deed in the wrong way. I don't know how you think you know. Are you done lying to yourself? Done spending years of reclusion on a dusty old farm? Done running away? I have a family. I try to do the right thing when I can, but I will fight to see that my little girl doesn't lose her father. That's why I'm not going to arrest you. It's why I want to give you another chance. A chance to use those shooter skills for good. No good ever came of them. What if I told you it could? You could work for the law. You want to take a wanted man and make him a lawman? It wouldn't start there. It would start with you working for your pardon. How so? I'm not the usual barkeep. That'd be my deputy. But he's dead, unfortunately. Shot through the heart by the gun of the most dreaded criminal in this territory. And you want me to face off with a man like that? You've got the potential. And you're good at killing people. I'd only ever killed the one prior to my journey here. Then you still got it. And you'll be satisfied in knowing that you won't be killing a man this time. He's the closest thing I've seen to evil, taking up legs and walking without wrapping itself in human flesh. He's a force of nature, called Harrow. He's a hell-bent android. Sometimes an alien scalp hunter, game hunter, sometimes a mercenary, sometimes a raider. You're not exactly selling me on this. You have to, Virgil. Or I'll take you in. This cold case killing of a law officer will end with them standing you up on the end of a propulsion cannon. Public execution. <laughs> By radiation. In this day and age of all things. And you'll have an audience. I guarantee it. Perhaps your young daughter. Very well, then. I'll get you your man. Good. Good. I know you were hoping to go undetected in town. So long as you're here, you won't have any threat from the law. I'll bring you his head. <sighs> you know, I envy your happy little life. And I wish it could be better. There was a time when things grew on this planet. Trees, crops, families. Now it's just cruelty. Sometimes I wonder if we were meant to be out of here at all. Uncton, what do you know about a man called Harrow? The... The Harrow? I imagine there's only the one. Well, you'd be right about that. Just... What do you imagine you're going to be getting yourself into? It's not what I'm getting myself into. It's what I'm getting out of. Harrow picks and disposes of aliases about like he does people. Changes constantly. Drifts from place to place, rounding up thugs everywhere he goes. He's a master of manipulation. Do you know what he'll be up to next? I can find out. Virgil, what's going on? We've got a chance, Terra. Not just to leave behind Endymion, but to leave behind the past. To clear my record 
And to be sure that when we get to Selene, it's a new life, a fresh start. And that involves what? Criminal networks? More killing? It has to. But this time, maybe it grants me my innocence. He then left to find his way along the path. A path laid out before him that would lead on to the noble streets of Stasia Rim. And so Virgil Stockwell began to hunt. He began his hunt for me. And me? Who am I? I'm the man who kills him. You've just heard episode one of Starshare Rim. Starshare Rim was written and directed by Clayton Hester, who served as the lead audio editor. Charlie Lebitska played Virgil Stockwell. Jonathan Reynolds played Sylvester Uncton. Yours truly, Gabrielle Freitas, played Tara. Clayton Hester played Harrow. Margo MacArthur played the barkeep. Sarah Gross played Priscilla. And Gabe White played the mountain man. The score for Starshare Rim was co-composed by Rachel Harnest and Clayton Hester. Sound effects are from soundbible.com and freesound.org. You can contribute to RRT by going to the Red Hawk Radio Theater page on anchor.fm and clicking on support. Then you can set up a monthly contribution to help RRT grow. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to help others find RRT. Email us at redhawkradiotheater with an er at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and tune in again next week.